You're watching the Final Fantasy Entertainment and Podcast Network Final Fan TV. And now, your host, the Warrior of High. Ah, Fuzz Pixels does it again. It brings that energy every time. Everybody go check out Fuzz Pixels. I mean, you know, Tyler, listen, you know, it, it wasn't even like a collaboration thing. This is, it wasn't like, mm-hmm. hey, man, would you, you know, would you start off your show with my music or anything? I just did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just do that because <laughs> I freaking love it. Um, and, uh-huh. then, <laughs> and we got uh, also when it's you're great. watching like, so when you're watching the standalone Final Fan TV videos and I need to talk over yeah. it, that's when I bring in uh-huh. that, that nice, epic, but also like, you know, relaxing lo-fi from Sing 4D Laughter. Mm-hmm. And then when they meet, you can't that, go wrong with Sing 4D, dude. Sing 4D laughter is so good, man. So uh, yeah, I mean, mm. just I love I love spotlighting uh, talent, and I've, and here we go. Uh, we <laughs> mm-hmm. speaking of incredible Final Fantasy uh, fan talent, we have at Tyler Hepner Art. So what's up, Tyler? How you doing? Hey everyone, it's good to be back. It's been a while. Yes. Yeah, man, it's good to have you back. I mean, this was such such short notice, too, to have you on the show. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. But there's mm-hmm. so much Final Fantasy VII Rebirth news happening right now that I was like, all right, do I make standalone content? Do I cover all of them mm-hmm. individually? Do I group it up in one video? Do I make a podcast? What mm-hmm. do I do? Uh, so here we go. We're just going to talk about it all, man. We've got the ESRB description that we're going to go through we've gotten uh some mm-hmm. interviews that we're going to kind of uh peruse a uh, courtesy of at shinra arc the shinra archaeology yep. department fantastic of gathering up all this mm-hmm. information so we're going to kind of go through that we've gotten uh quotes from those interviews that get us hype some that get yep. me personally speaking a little skeptical on it but uh we'll we'll talk to that <laughs> okay. and talk about that as well uh and then yeah i mean we go on from there and then maybe at the end i'll read some of my fifth grade final fantasy 7 poems to you guys you know oh I no wrote this in oh, fifth gosh. grade yeah yeah look, 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 oh geez what, look at that you, can you read it i don't even know if you look can at read that it. what is that at the top it says um it says cloud barrett vincent sid and sephiroth uh, in parentheses bad guy Okay. You make sure everybody knows that. <laughs> Bad guy. Uh, Red 13, UV Tifa, uh-huh. Eras, uh-huh. uh, A-R-I-S, and a lot A-R-I-S. others. A-R-I-S. Mm-hmm. And a lot others. Mm. All right, so. A lot others. Yeah. <laughs> I, I words professional uh, now. Um, and yeah, they, so there we go. We'll read those uh, at the end of the show. So uh, yeah, I mean, right. let's just jump in. Where do you want to start, man? Where do you want to start? Ah, oh, man, there's so much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like first off, it started off today. I woke up. The first thing I saw was the airship. Mm-hmm. Aerith with the airship, the updated image. Um, oh. Seeing the seeing it mm. upgraded like that. Yeah. It brought it. See, I did an Aerith painting um, inspired by this moment. I just didn't include the airship. Mm. Uh, this atmosphere is epitome uh, FF7 to me. Yeah, um, it, it, man. I mean, it's the it's the recreation of the iconic Aerith key art. Now we had that in remake, uh, but she was mm-hmm. standing in front of an open field, and then yeah. now they've added the high mm-hmm. wind to kind of be more uh, in in tune with how the original art was. Now I'm trying to bring it up mm-hmm. for everybody to see, because this, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. This first thing this morning, like you said, 
And I saw this, and it just it brought the biggest smile to my face. Mm. Look at this art, everyone. Look at that. And I don't even need to pull up the original Final Fantasy VII art. Like, we know that this is oh, the yeah. iconic, iconic Eris. Like, it's in the booklet, man. It's in the booklet. I bring in the bring out the booklet if I had it, uh, like on yeah. my hand here. I have the booklet here, but I'll yeah. bring it up later. But like, ah, it's just so good. Um, get got this, me the, really excited. This really is hyped. like this at this just seeing the open sky, in contrast to just always being in Midgar. Mm. That's the, the 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 freshness of this. And I, me as an artist, I have a very specific love for sunlight. Mm. Um at midday and or morning to midday I'm, I'm like really into that like light coming through your window in the morning that's my favorite thing yeah like so seeing it, this thing this this atmosphere right here is just I, I can't wait to just be in it you know yes there it is there we go i had to bring it up for everybody there it is yeah that's the idea that's the the book that comes in the and the, uh, uh, and the dude, I, I miss booklets, man. You know, this is uh, a quick pitch to solve all of the physical media thing that everybody's having a problem with. You know, like everybody's kind of moving into the digital age. You know, Christmas is right around the corner, but you want to get the physical copy, you know, and all that. Just make booklets and you put them on sale at the on the yes. store shelf. And then you put the code in there and like make it a mm -hmm. sealed booklet you can buy the booklet you put a little code in the side but you get these you get these cool little like you know little excerpts and and things like that i mean just do that that's what i'm saying you just reread them over and over and over again yes i, I know always I looking at it i know i did yeah then. uh so yeah i mean it'd like, be like it'd be like what go ahead. no you do it <laughs> oh no no it just it, it would be like a time limit you have two hours to play a game yeah and then that time limit is over, and so I just read booklets until I can play again. <laughs> yeah, that's it, dude. That's so right. I mean, I had to go outside. I had to go outside. I go. Yeah, I had to go outside. <laughs> it's like yeah, but yeah. every chance I could, I was just looking at what I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was uh, definitely like that for me, and I would draw all of the stuff. So um, I know you, yes. you know, as an artist. Yes. Like, so I would like bring out the strategy guides just so I could get mm -hmm. the pictures out of the strategy guides so I can draw them. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it was so wonderful to see that uh, you know image remade um, finally mm -hmm. with the high one in the background, and this is our. Uh, our best look at the high one now uh so usually it's you know it was perched up there on the um on junon and we didn't really get a good look at it but now you can mm -hmm. now you get the you kind of get to see um you know it's kind of like these blue stripes and the in a in a fresh coat of paint it seems like you know uh compared mm -hmm. to how mm -hmm. you imagined it in the original but uh man so happy about that uh so oh, yeah. before i go on to the news from today I want to rewind yeah. about maybe like, gosh, I don't even know. It's been, there's just been a bombardment of information. Uh, a couple days mm -hmm. ago, we got the ESRB official description. Oh, yeah. So I kind of want to read that out and get your thoughts on that as we go. So this was yeah. going to be a standalone video. So thank you so much for watching the podcast, everybody. <laughs> We're just going to do it all in <laughs> one. Um, okay. So yes, this is going to kind of tie in also with some of these interviews that we've gotten. All right, the official description reads, This is an action role-playing game in which players follow the story of a mercenary, Cloud Strife, on a quest to save the planet from evil. 
Players explore fantasy landscapes, perform missions, and battle monsters and soldiers in frenetic melee combat. Characters use swords, staffs, guns, and magic spells to, to fight monsters and human soldiers. Combat is highlighted by impact sounds, cries of pain, and explosions. Now, just to kind of throw out there, that entire was basically copied and pasted from the remake description. <laughs> so, okay. so, yeah, it just okay. like, kind of yeah, copy yeah, yeah. and paste, but it was Midgar instead of uh, the planet. Um, so, I thought that was interesting. Cutscenes yeah. depict further instances of violence, sometimes with splatters, pools of blood, characters mm -hmm. impaled, or slashed by swords. Sometimes with slow motion effects. Mm. Mm. Now, I want to pause right there and kind of talk about it a little bit. <laughs> um, mm. Now, first things first. Everybody, it's on everybody's mind. Now, if you haven't played the original Final Fantasy VII, please um, either tune out for, for a minute or and come back later. <laughs> Or, uh, you just, yeah, I mean, we're going to be talking in spoilers. It's unavoidable. Full spoiler talk here. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. unavoidable to talk about, you know, re rebirth without spoilers. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to be kind of going open wide with um, the original Final Fantasy VII, and I think that's enough stalling. All right, so yeah. on okay. everybody's mind is Aerith, right? The, the When it said yes. impaled by a swords, I just feel like everybody kind of, and then it's sometimes with slow motion and special effects. Or slow, slow yeah. motion effects. Now, do want to point out, though, Tyler, that we have seen blood spray by someone being slashed, and that was Tifa in the... Uh, yes, So flashback. we've seen that in the flashback. We've seen that trailer. Uh, it was she, slow motion. Yeah, and it was in slow motion. Yes, exactly. So um, for the impaled part, well, mm -hmm. I mean, it could be it could be what we're, what we're all thinking, or... I mean, there Sephiroth's got a long pointy sword. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. People get impaled. You know, uh, and, yeah, and you also got the Nibelheim flashback when you're in, when he was standing in front of the fire and he killed two of the town folk right there in front of him. Um, yeah. So it could be that. I mean, there's a massacre. It could be on, on the cargo ship. You know, it could be Cloud's moment when he picks up the sword after being stabbed. Exactly. That was in my notes as well. It's, uh, I mean, that yeah. granted, granted, that would have been them revealing that mystery early on. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it okay. is what it I would was be in the flashback. It, yeah. Yeah. That, exactly. That's the reveal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But I mean, hey, I mean, I, I kind of feel like they are going to reveal that early because that's no longer the mystery. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're going yeah. to kind of show that, you know, if Sephiroth impales, uh, or no. Yes. Uh, could be cloud it could be like suffer. a i think it'd still be cloud's recollection uh, -huh. uh as he's telling them but i think there's going to be some sort of like just like the um inside the shinra building mm -hmm. when they went to the vr simulation mm -hmm. and how sephiroth manipulated it yeah. and they all freaked out saw visions of meteor um, there might be some sort of visions that Sephiroth's messing with him inside his own flashback. Uh, That's a good point. That'd be cool. I hope so I hope there's some sort of Sephiroth meddling in his own flashback as he's recalling it. So that maybe is, he shows him. Yeah, that is. Maybe a, he knows and just show him straight up. Maybe you know, like in the, at the end of remake when they were getting the visions of the future, like they can. Yeah. They'll just show it in this like no no is that how they're gonna mm -hmm. but uh I mean it's possible so 
I think that the ESRB didn't need to in- include that. I thought that was kind of like yeah. it's like you didn't need to do that. It's uh, yeah. I'll, I was going to avoid this because mm-hmm. I avoided remakes ESRB. Mm. I'm in it now. Like well, Subtext has been saying, I, we're all in this now. Yeah, uh, true. I'm I'm avoiding the launch trailer, but oh, me too. I don't. I think <laughs> I but I think I don't think this spoils too much because it's mm. it just kind of just reiterates what I've already kind of like what you kind of expect. Yeah. Um, I mean. But pools. But what's welcome is the splatters and pools of blood. Yes, uh, it's very okay. welcome to me. I want to jump on that in just a second, but do want to kind of to just tie up the uh, impact. Oh, okay. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for yeah, yeah, yeah. for Final Fantasy VII remake, also said uh, characters impaled by swords. Um, so mm. just just keep that in mind that remake had that as well. But of course, we know that Barrett got impaled. It was in parentheses yeah. and it said off camera um so mm. uh yeah so they kind of that that impaled part now the pools of blood like you were talking about tyler mm-hmm. i am really happy to see that it's just kind of like one game too late man you know ah oh, you could mm-hmm. could have mm-hmm. you could have had it on uh and with the genova thing uh mm-hmm. because no spoilers or anything but i played spider-man 2 <laughs> If you played Spider-Man 2, you know what I'm talking about. Like, how did they get away with that teen rating? You know what I mean? Uh, they, they did something crazy. Yeah, like, this is not teen. <laughs> like, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake couldn't have blood. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, it was I, pretty intense. Just Even just one moment is enough to change everything for a rating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think I feel like they, you know, the ESRB was playing Spider-Man Two, and they went, "Ah, it's fine. It's Spider-Man. It's fine. we can move <laughs> yeah, on." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so very, very uh, happy to see that they are adding the blood. They're adding the spray of blood. It's obviously not going to be uh, a lot. It's you know, it, it's nah. it's going to be within reason for a teen rating. But there is the massacre on the cargo ship. There's the the gold saucer battle arena that we have to think about where uh instead yeah. of being um with sliced up by swords it's gunshots and we're going to talk about that in a second as well uh cave of the gi too it, yeah yeah it, yeah the, their blood I don't, I don't know if that was blood but there's mm. pools of red all over I w- i'm very curious. what is that I'm very curious of what that is is it yeah. was it was it water lit by red lights is it is it blood? yeah what is this it's i can't wait mm-hmm. to see what they do with that um all right so and then continuing on with the uh, ESRB, an assassin throwing yeah. a splin- uh, spinning blade at a targeted figure. Now, everybody assumes that this is Yuffie. All right, now mm-hmm. in my standalone video, I was trying to trying to be really cool, you know, like everybody watched that video yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh, dude, no, Cisne, come on, Cisne has mm-hmm. the spinning blade," and it's a and if she's an she's kind of an assassin with a target. I feel like it's probably Cisne, but I don't know. What do you think? It could be Cisne. I mean, yeah. she has that exact kind of blade. Yeah. Characters... I, I, people are saying it's... Oh, go ahead. No, go people ahead. People have been saying the road figure oh. um, could be an assassin. He could be wanting to assassinate, but it's just the, the spinning blade thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, yeah, you know, Cisne or Yuffie, but uh, perhaps... Oh, no, okay. Characters shot by soldiers is the next thing. Now, this is perhaps alluding to Dine 
shooting and the you know the like the whole dine thing that whole situation Uh, now yeah but one thing that i do want to point out and it's sort of an omission that has me a little bit um not concerned but like a little bit like hmm Mm -hmm. that's an omission from the esrb if you know you have to i feel like you have to include this suicide yeah like you you'd have to like say characters committing suicide like and it was not written so it makes me feel like even if it, even if it was in parentheses and it said off camera, yeah, um, makes me feel like something with dying is going to be altered. Now, I don't know, man. I don't know how the ESRB truly works. You know, ins and outs of it all. Yeah, it'd be good to have examples of implications of suicide in other games yeah. and how easy that is, like, affected for them to have to talk about it. It's true. Maybe it's just implied. Mm-hmm. But if it's implied, wouldn't they have to say it? So I we don't. Like I don't, I don't know the too, parameters. Right? Yeah, if it's impl- if any, if there's any chance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that's a very important scene. That's a that's a very because Barrett's so important. Mm-hmm. He's so special now to me, mm-hmm. even more so than in OG. Um, getting getting that impact right is important. Yeah, and like uh, kind of delving into or you know a little bit into the, the the interviews and stuff but we can kind of talk about how katase said uh the you know the themes of the game being you know how can these characters uh band together to mm-hmm. overcome their own fates and destinies yeah and it mm-hmm. makes me feel like please tell me you're not going to like go like bear this time around we'll save dine you mm-hmm. know what i mean and it's like okay you know, like we, you know, don't do that. But I don't know. I, I, that's me, like full on speculation mode, like way assuming, yeah. letting my brain go too far. So I agree with you a hundred percent that you know some of these, like these scenes, that one in particular is super special, and it, and I, I really want to hear you know, John Eric Bentley's performance on that as well. <laughs> yeah, I want to point out, um, they've like constantly reiterated, mm-hmm. like Katase especially, that they are sticking to the events of the OG. And then the newness of it is to carry forth this fresh, um, unexpected, just to keep you questioning what's going to happen. Um, keep you on your toes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything is going to be mostly accurate. Hmm. The newness is going to relate like to Zach. Hmm. Like how the, the way the kids they've already mentioned in the interview the role Zach plays is similar to the whispers of yeah. part one. Mm-hmm. So his role is, his role equals that. So his role equals the newness. So something with that, I think the newness is mostly associated with that. And then the freshness is just them putting a fresh coat of paint on all these new moments. But they, I think they're going to be really on point with it, with what they're going to show. Yeah, and then towards the end, I think towards the end, I mean, it's all going to be fresh and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cosmo can't. I mean, Gold Saucer is going to be crazy mm-hmm. and I mean, enhanced. Things are going to be new that you weren't in the old one, but mm-hmm. overall, I think it's going to be very consistent to the OG. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, I'm hoping so, man. I have faith in. I have faith. Yeah. And we're going to talk about uh, that a little bit more, too, when we start uh, reading off these uh, interview quotes. But I really hope you're yeah. right on that as well, man. Um, so some female characters are designed with revealing outfits, Tyler. Uh, 
deep cleavage is uh, in parentheses as well. Suggestive mm-hmm. dialogue sometimes accompanies camera panning close-ups of characters' bodies and outfits. Mm, thank you for letting me know this, ESRB. Quote, just admit it. You're obviously captivated by my bodacious bod. End quote. Oh, gosh. Look, Bojo, gonna... stop. Hey. Hojo, man. Chill. Hojo. <laughs> Chill. I was going <laughs> to say on three, say who you think that, who said that, but I, oh, I, I like, I like Hojo. <laughs> all right ready on three who said it one two three Aerith. hojo (laughs) oh okay no no i mean i didn't Aerith. oh yeah Uh, yeah i think i think that's Aerith is Aerith makes sense though yeah i really the playfulness my bodacious bod i don't know man it sounds like a (laughs) it sounds like an Aerith thing to say especially when Mm -hmm. she's probably standing Mm -hmm. right next to teeth it's it's funny it's funny that this particular quote mm-hmm. out of all the kinds of probably quotes that are similar to this is pointed out. I'm, it's just mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, I know. Right? This one thing <laughs> is the, why the was one... it even pointed out? Like what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, Doesn't there's have... a lot of things in remake that could have just been pointed out in the SRB that they didn't. This could just be it's, it's, just to get people talking. Writing up the uh, the description. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard you say that, uh, Aerith. I got to put that in the description now. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I mean... Like, there's going to be one of many. Yeah. I mean, it has I think to it's, be. I think it's safe to say Cloud is going to be a little distracted. You know what I mean? He's going to be a little distracted yeah, yeah. on the beach. Uh, <laughs> the game <laughs> contains some alcohol content, as Cloud players can drink a version of Moonshine while at the bar. Them. I mean, mm-hmm. I spotted a bar while looking at the under Junon stuff. I sp- spotted a bar yeah. there. I think there was a bar at the Com- yeah. at Calm. So I'm curious if there's any mm-hmm. kind of gameplay implications there, or if it's you know you can you can drink a version of Moonshine. So I wonder if it does anything. But does it have? I wonder to? if it's like <laughs> I wonder if it's just a moment mm-hmm. or a cutscene or yeah. some some potion type of thing. Maybe yeah. So uh, interesting there. Uh, Cutscenes feature uh, sometimes feature drunk characters slurring their speech. A handful of scenes depict characters smoking cigars, or out of hookahs. Uh, there's there's Sid. Thank you, Sid. <laughs> that's I mean that's really Sid's it. already we we know Sid's we gonna know be in Sid's there. Sid's gonna be there. He and just then, needs to be. He just needs to be having his. He, he needs a cigar. Yeah, I mean, and the, what really got me it was it said several scenes of characters mm-hmm. or a handful of scenes uh, depicting characters smoking cigars. So hopefully yeah. that means a handful of scenes with Sid in it, you know, rather than just kind of like, yeah. hey, you see him at at uh, Rocket Town and that's it. Um, I'm kind of yeah. hoping that he's in there for a little bit more. Uh, maybe he pilots mm-hmm. the tiny Bronco for you and just stays behind with mm-hmm. the tiny Bronco while you guys do your thing. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. how that's going to work, but uh, it has the same curse words as Remake does, um, and, yep. that, and that's pretty much the end of that. So uh, the ESRB right there, what did you guys think of that uh, in chat? I haven't been keeping up with you guys, so um, definitely going chat? to kind of... What's up? Where is chat? I can't find Where's him. Where is chat? Chat should be there like, on, on YouTube. Yeah, over there on Hi. YouTube. Um yeah, yeah, we got Nathan. Uh, Nathan is also saying that Hojo <laughs> says bodacious bod. <laughs> um, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, there's everybody. Turks. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Are you talking about, like, uh, at the bar? Um, there we are. Okay, okay, I see. Okay. Yeah. Man, yes. I, I missed chat this whole time. See, okay. it, yeah, the deep cleavage thing that could also be Scarlet. That's a good point. Um, anyways. All right, so... <laughs> Uh, so, oh, somebody said that. That was a good one to kind of gacked clones. Okay. <laughs> Rashika says <laughs> gacked clones, not Genesis clones, but gacked clones uh, yeah. with the spinning blades. All right. So moving on from the ESRB rating and let's go to the official press release that was just released today by Duncan Haney. Uh, so yeah. big shout out to him uh, doing awesome stuff on the Square Enix blog. And yep. I'm going to actually see, maybe I can bring that up. There we go. Why not? So I'm going to bring that up uh, with that right there. So this is the official press release. And I think I'll make it like, let's just make it full screen. You know, let's go full screen with it. All right. There we go. All right. They basically kind of show us the story so far, which it might be something that we watch together. What do you think, man? You want to watch that together? Yeah, go for it. All go right, for it. Let's watch I've that I've seen together. it like multiple times, but let's go again. Yeah, let's go again. When there is so and we can kind of talk tell, over it because I feel like everybody else has seen it too. Where should I even start? Yeah. So Red 13 is narrating it, which heard. was really cool. Because mm -hmm. like... This planet of ours. He's got that voice to me. Our part in it. What well, gets me though is if Red Thirteen is kind of narrating it. In my mind, I was thinking to myself like, when Aerith like transferred some sort of thoughts to him, kind of was enlightened by something. I wonder yeah. if um, I just I don't think she showed him like future memories, right? Or do you think maybe she just showed him everything that led up to that moment? <laughs> like it's just kind of like enlightened him of like hey this is why we're here rather than i think he it. i think the um he was given like because of his nature mm -hmm. and his understanding of things she did impart what she knew as much as possible she he, he gained like insight to like i don't know yeah well, see, like he's—I know—with him narrating this, he's like he's the one to narrate it, which I thought was—I just think it was an interesting choice. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. I, I know the voice is awesome. The voice is—it's yes. definitely a narrator voice. It's just I thought, huh? Why? Why Red Thirteen? Um, but maybe so, it was so just okay. Cool. So here's here's from something from the uh, actual scenario. Mm -hmm. Um. Because they talked about the loss of his sanity at that moment when he when she touched him, mm. so he had like he was he was in a bestial state. Ah, uh, gotcha. And Aerith liberated him from those emotions, hmm. so he's acting like a wild animal in response to his uh, scientific experiments. He's uh, he's on edge. Yeah. And oh, then Aerith. Uh, right there. Hold on. I wanted to point that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks to Aerith's courage in approaching him, she's able to contain Red Thirteen's emotions, leaving the whispers no particular need to intervene. Furthermore, oh, okay. through his contact with Aerith, Red Thirteen is able to gain knowledge that only a long-lived individual like himself could see. That said, because the amount of information is so vast, he's unable to absorb it all. Uh, clearly. Okay, okay. 
So, yeah. So, also there's another thing. Oh, so he's undate, he's given a vast quantity of visions, and then he is given purpose and returns to inset his senses. Wonder if he's so she did that of, to calm him. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be kind of the one to like transfer that over to that information over to Bugenhagen. Like I wonder if it, when you get to Cosmic yeah. Canyon, like if he's going to be like Bugenhagen's going to try to help him make sense of what he's got going on. Um, yeah. The reason why I stopped it here is because there has been some talk. Uh, you know, every time we bring up Platefall, and me personally, I kind of felt the Plate same fall. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but okay, it yeah. says it says right here. Red Thirteen says in the end uh, they they destroyed. The plate fall in sector seven, killing thousands. Mm -hmm. So I okay, thought yes. that was I thought that was important to to note. Um, it was in the yes. material Ultimanium. The material Ultimania said like the death toll, um, and you know, yeah. but it wasn't said in game. And now we have an mm -hmm. in game confirmation that there were thousands yes. of people killed in this thing. So yeah, um, it's just the game I, itself. I feel like it didn't really convey that as well. So it it, it glossed over it, kind of like kind of quick yeah. the moment yeah. um the impact it just needs a, a little more a little more impact in the severity of what's happening yeah and then uh, also it because this is it, this is confirmed this is in the main menu of the rebirth yeah this is the the recap in, this is the in-game recap yeah mm-hmm um, it was kind of uh, kind of speculated upon that this was going to be a full-on CG rendered trailer, um, but as you can see, it's not. So what that makes me uh, think is we do see sequences of the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake in a full CG mm -hmm. render. Um, yes. I, I guess that's what you call it now. It's a full motion video. Are we still going to call it FMVs? I don't know. Um, but the, yeah. basically, you do see that, though, when they're battling uh, Sephiroth, which was a in-game rendered in, in yeah. remake, and now it's it, mm -hmm. it was shown with a CG render. So I think they are yeah. recreating that moment and might be the intro to Rebirth. Um, <clears throat> but this is the recap video that they prepared for any kind of newcomers yeah. or people who just want to get caught mm -hmm. up. Um, it's Red Red Thirteen is going to start saying uh, some interesting things here. Uh, he, uh, was that Trans Fans Toys three six five says I watched it ten times in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> The yep, here we go. The SEO. <laughs> Corpse of Guva. Eventually, we too made good our escape. Pursuing troopers defeated, we raced toward Midgar's edge. Mm-hmm. This is. I, I like that they did this. This is. This is nice. Yet Here we go. Sipo once again. Suddenly, deafening screams rent the air. Mm -hmm. Whispers, the arbiters of fate descended upon the city. So, nothing we haven't heard before, right? But I like mm -hmm. I like that yeah. it's a uh, very direct 
explanation of this stuff. Mm-hmm. On the other side of fate. Interesting. Undulating. What is what does undulating mean? Please help. Undulating. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> on the spot vocab. Uh, <laughs> what does undulating mean, chat? Let me see. Undulating just feels like like Having a smoothly rising and falling form or outline. Hmm. Undulating. Very, very Genova feeling mm -hmm. uh, description. Huh. Devin Fox, thank you so much for your, uh, your super chat there. Uh, I wonder if Red is recapping the story for Yuffie since he doesn't uh, mention anything about her part in the intermission. Mm. That, that, that's yeah it's like yeah def Devin, I, I was thinking the same i was like okay but why red 13 you know like that's what i've been <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, why? so that's a that's a cool uh, little um you know a cool little thing it's there. either in context of the story mm -hmm. or he's just the best voice possible oh, to do a recap <laughs> with uh, okay so yeah uh with with rival sundering destiny uh, the shackles of destiny broken. Alright. He does say they, in terms of the... How he's, he doesn't seem involved in the story itself as he's explaining it. Mm -hmm. Just like a narrator. He's just narrating. That's true. That keeping himself out of it, huh? Alright, man. I'm so freaking... <laughs> that freaking gets me hyped, dude. Oh, yeah. It gets me so hyped for that. Uh, okay, so going going on a little bit further, I want to bring up this image because this is the best look at it because it's a full screen image here of Calm. Um, and you know me how I would I would just look at this and analyze it. So I'm just doing a quick analyzation of it. Analysis is probably mm -hmm. a better word than that. I've heard it both ways. Um, but you can you can go in here. We got the clock tower. It's the uh, the town's famous clock tower. Uh, I think I showed in my breakdown video that there were some stairs leading up to it, and you you should hopefully be able to go in there. Um, but yeah, so they said Midgar is vi visible from that tower. Uh, what I love about this, Tyler, is that it's kind of nestled up here on these on these rocks uh, mm -hmm. or on this cliff, really giving that yeah. sense of like this is a fort, right? It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that um, in the description. But mm -hmm. uh, it just seems like this was a strategic fort at one point um, or a strategic yeah. like base. Um, and because it, it would be really hard to invade that. Uh, but there is this yeah. path that goes down from here. I would kind of point out that there's a path that kind of goes down this way. Uh, so, mm -hmm. Oh, wait, you can't see that on the screen. My bad. Um, so it goes down this way. Uh, mm -hmm. it, when you fast travel to calm, you start right here about 
like a little bit in uh, in the gates. Now you are able to travel backwards uh, mm-hmm. on that, and I think maybe you come out of here. I bet this uh, little checkpoint is blocked off, and you won't be able to go any further this way. But you will be mm-hmm. able to go down these stairs and get, get back over to the grassland area. Uh, so multiple yeah. different ways to enter the city because you have on the back side over here where they exited and you could probably come up here and enter the city that way as well. Um, what are your thoughts on Calm? Calm is incredible. Yeah. Even just like they're coming out of an underground bomb shelter, um, bombing shelter when they exit. I mean, so many different lore things mm-hmm. when it comes to the creation of this. And also, it's also a Nibelheim type of town, destroyed and recreated. That's right. Um, it's just so fascinating, man. And the the end of Intergrade, uh, Uffi's intermission, that moment of them walking to calm, mm-hmm. I, I get emotional every time. That that moment is what's carrying me, carrying my hype forward. And then calm is that initial jumping off point yeah it's the thing i've been looking forward to i mean i even even though it's the first thing you're going to see mm-hmm. calm and the flashback um are the things i'm so i'm looking forward to the most yeah as the first thing we're going to see i know and i just like i can't believe like the 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 town of calm has me freaking hyped um which yeah. is such a, s- a small little circle area uh in the original but it like it's one screen basically um, yeah, but now it's fully realized into this town, uh, the city. Yeah, uh, and there's there, so much to it. Yeah, I wonder. How, I wonder how many like paths are gonna go into it. Like, mm-hmm. in Ocarina of Time, you know, Castle Town, mm-hmm. there's like one or two alleys, mm-hmm. and that made the town feel so big to me when I was younger in Zelda. Just ha- if they have a couple of alleyways leading into other er- smaller areas. Mm-hmm. At least that. That's the cool. I love that. I hope they have some yeah, extra areas. It definitely seemed like it had some things like that, though. I mean, you had those stairs that yeah. kind of led up to the uh, to the tower. You had like some kind of yep. underground tunnel going on. Um, so, and then like I pointed out just now, uh, maybe even multiple entrances and exits uh, exits to the city itself. Somebody was in the comments mm-hmm. uh, one of my videos, probably the calm breakdown, and was like you know, this kind of defeats the purpose of what calm is. You know, it's supposed to be like a small quaint town. I, I, mm-hmm. I get that. I do understand that. Um, but I think you already see the juxtaposition of calm versus Midgar. And, you know, you have yeah. the beautiful sky above, you have, um, people laughing and, and just enjoying their life. Like, you know, some people mm-hmm. are enjoying their life. There's other people that are going to be in here that really despise Shinra. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think this is going to really convey the complete opposite of what Midgar showed. Um, so I'm just really yeah. really happy, like you said at the top of the show, um, that the beautiful sunlight, the sky, the op- you know the open sky and stuff. Yeah, uh, we get to look at the Mithril Mine. Um, it looks beautiful. It does does look like Crisis Core Reunion might have used some assets. Uh, obviously, it wasn't able to. Um, you know, make it look this beautiful, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. It, so basically, it want, once was a bustling uh, mithril mine uh, connecting the grasslands to the Junon. Uh, but what I thought was interesting, Shinra developed a superior mineral of their own. 
Now, I'll probably mm. dig into that a little bit more, but if anybody in chat knows, I'm kind of curious. What was that mineral? Uh, what's what's more superior than mithril? Uh, so that's that was interesting. And basically, uh, the, it's filled with monsters now. We get to look at some new characters. We got Broden. And uh, mm -hmm. basically the inner, uh, owner and operator of Calm. This is really cool. Rhonda, we, we met her in that trailer. The mayor and sheriff of Under Junon. Priscilla. Uh, Billy. Um, you know, Chocobo Bill. This one, I do kind of want to touch on this just for a second because it's, it's a theory of mine. Uh, that yeah. he's the grandson of Bill and his, he lost his parents at a young age. I think this is important mm -hmm. detail. Um, yeah. Because I feel like his, his father's still alive. And it, it, I think he's the hunter. Uh, at the end, uh, at the beginning of remake, I uh, think there was mm -hmm. something in the material Altamania that kind of uh, hinted towards that. You can watch my breakdown video of the Chocobo Farm. I think it's like the what to uh. expect in the Chocobo Farm uh, video. Uh -huh. So if you're if you're curious about that, go watch uh -huh. that video. But I kind of explained that I think that Hunter is related and could be the father of uh, Billy and Cho wow. uh, okay. and Chloe. Chloe, <laughs> I call, still call her Chole. Uh, <laughs> uh so so yeah we got we got chloe here some cool things we don't really need to break down this in detail unless there's something that you specifically want to talk about um but uh there's one point people have been mentioning about uh broden okay uh his illness ah his that's unknown, a good point. they say unknown illness mm -hmm. who knows what that is i wonder if they i, I don't think it's anything crazy i just think he's a sick person maybe but yeah, people say geo stigma early but that oh, that wow. don't that don't make any sense to me uh, for that would, to be in this the only the way the theming would, of this story yeah like the only way that would make sense to me is if they like, say they want to bring geo stigma in um because i i still go on the um the theory i'm uh, even with regardless of everything that we're going to talk about in just a second with all the interviews i yeah, still believe yeah. that at the end of part three, it's going to encompass the entirety of the compilation and bring a satis like a, con a definitive conclusion. Yeah. That's my that's still where my mind space is, and I I think that kind of goes to show <laughs> what the developers are saying in these interviews. I still just mm -hmm. don't pay it no mind, and, and we're going to talk about yeah. it in a second. Uh, I, I I feel like um, I feel like everything's going to be a definitive conclusion. And in order to do that, you bring in the geostigma. Like, I mean, it kind of was resolved in Avid Children, but still, if that is his unknown illness, um, it could have been when Sephiroth goes back. If that's still the theory, the popular theory, he goes back in time. Maybe he brought some of that uh, dark life stream energy with him, and that's he introduced mm -hmm. ge uh, geostigma into the world at earlier than it was supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, so it's possible that it's geostigma it's possible that this means nothing uh but the fact that be a it's... character trait for this guy yeah exactly um so interesting stuff there uh but they did find the need to highlight that in this description but yeah who knows uh they do talk about kujata uh kujata i, I had done on a whole entire um like summon video and i never published it there you don't even know how many times i do this tyler 
I'll, I'll like, oh, no. I voice over a, a whole entire thing. Like, I write a script, I voice mm-hmm. over it, and then, like, I just, I'm like, nobody, I mean, nobody cares, man. A little late, a little late to that party. Uh, but anyways, I did mm-hmm. a whole, like, summon breakdown, and I, I was like, yeah, he's using, yeah. you know, he's using Try Disaster in that trailer. I'm like, uh-huh. the, you know, the whole thing going on there. Um, I talked about how he's got, you know, a fire head, a um, ice head, and a lightning head. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, so Kujata, you get to see cool little, uh, that, and you get some, uh, official render. You got the proto relics, Tyler. What are your thoughts on, um, they seem to alter space time. Dude, that's fascinating. That's fascinating. It's just fascinating. It's just, a, what is this going to be? Yeah. Is it going to be an instance of like a, you, you enter an instance and it's like this battle or is it going to be just items you go to or a chest or a, a guarded chest? I have no idea. I, I feel it, like it's it cause strange phenomena. Yeah. Like a strange phenomena in alter space time. I really feel like this is the side quest for Gilgamesh. Like, I, I don't know, man. It just kind of okay. feels like a Gilgamesh type thing. Um, to yeah. alter space time, and you know he's you got his whole thing with dimensions and stuff like that. It could mm-hmm. connect mm-hmm. to Zach in some way. I don't know, because um, Zach's world and you know the world yeah. we're in. Uh, so it's just really interesting of what these proto relics are going to do. The space time we have it, seen in Ever Crisis as well, uh, where it was like it, this exact. I think it was the exact wording. Uh, where like the live stream can you know blah 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 it flows through all of this and it flows through space yeah. time sometimes uh, letting Zidane from Final Fantasy Nine in <laughs> yeah anything can happen live stream yeah. anything can happen live stream yeah so yeah so there's that to kind of uh, speculate on and, and be excited about um, I hope that it I hope that it brings in some really crazy monsters. In my opinion, like, I'm cool yeah. with this as long as it doesn't, like... It, I don't think it would be really impactful to the, the overall story. I don't think it's going to have any effect mm-hmm. on that. But if it brings yeah. in, like, a freaking... Uh, I don't even know, man. I don't even know how to... Like, if it brings in Bahamut from freaking Final Fantasy X or something, I don't know. That would... I, I don't know. Just bring that, me that in some That kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Way, it, That's like, crazy. Sin comes flying in like, like oh, sh- here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be really cool if it brought in some super uh, bosses. I would like that. Uh, yeah. And then Materia development. So we kind of get that Crisis Core, um, you know, Materia Fusion. But this looks like a little different where you can have fire and ice materia. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, I'm really excited that for like this whole aspect of uh, being in the menus, messing around with your materia development. It's very RPG, man. This is very like, yeah, you know, I want to spend some time in the menus. I want to spend some time getting my materia just right. Uh, there's a super boss. Yeah. Sin just flew in and I need to get the best. You know, I need to get, I got to get my materia straight. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to strategize. You need to figure out. I, I love being in the menus. Mm-hmm. That's what I missed in Final Fantasy 16. Um, being in the, uh, trying to figure out and find a solution to something. Yeah. Uh, in the RPG style. Yes. Uh, the combat style I get. I get that. I get that was the point of 16. Mm-hmm. It was just being, I'm just missing it. I'm missing it. And definitely Rebirth's going to do it. Yeah, that's a super fair point, man. And it's one of my criticisms on the game uh, was that, like, and it's like, dude, you have the elemental strengths and weaknesses. You have the icons. 
I wanted to, you have that. to spend a little more time with my icons and try to figure out what, what was the best thing to approach the next battle. Um, so the yeah. fact that this is coming in, I mean, we had it with hard mode on remake. I think it was perfect. And we're going to talk about the <clears throat> that as well here in just a second. Uh, the Chocobo Teaks, mm-hmm. we, we, we've um, learned yep. a lot about that, but we do know now that it's going to impact its performance in Chocobo races. So that's cool. Um, this image here, uh, somebody pointed out on Twitter, it might have been subtext, it might have been someone else, but it looks like yeah. Kyrie. Uh, it's got the Kyrie hat. Yep, and, and you know, subtext. That's, that's kind of cool. Uh, so combat... Yeah, it's the Kyrie's outfit. Yeah, it's modeled off of Kyrie's outfit, yeah. Um, so combat styles and difficulty levels, unfortunately, uh, it's the same image here, but there was another image that says uh, dynamic mode. So easy, normal, yeah. and dynamic. So you get to kind of choose whether you want the active or the classic, just like you could in Remake, mm-hmm. but yeah. now you get dynamic difficulty uh enemies grow stronger as you uh, as your characters do so perfect for players who crave constant challenge i'm super excited yes. about this tyler yes what so um the dynamic difficulty scaling is kind of like it reminds me of final fantasy 8 you know what i mean where your where your characters yeah. get stronger and enemies get stronger um and it could yeah. be so I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I I really wish they would talk about this this kind of stuff a little bit more. I want to know the gameplay uh, more than I want to know any kind of story teasers anymore. I just want to know, hey, tell me all about dynamic difficulty. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, because yeah, how in, how how well thought out is this? Yeah, yeah. Because like, to be honest, I think I would have preferred a hard mode. I am super excited about dynamic difficulty, but I I think I might have preferred the hard mode over that. Whereas, like, okay, for hard mode, it was you know it's it's difficult, but I feel like I can just you know overpower you know get myself overpowered and then mm-hmm. go into the fight. You know, there's always that kind of feeling mm-hmm. to it. A uh, Final Fantasy where some people yeah. just like to grind, get overpowered, and then go into the fight. Um, there's the yeah. There's a couple different things going on. Uh, so hard mode also like adjusted the move set of different enemies and all this other stuff, and sometimes even yeah. boss fights were completely different. So, yep. I hope that hard mode still exists in the new game plus. Like I hope that they do the same thing where they alter the boss fights, yeah, and and things like that. But dynamic difficulty scales the enemies to your level basically. So so you yeah. seem like you were really excited about that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I don't want things to die in, like, I want to be able to do my combos. Mm. I want to be able to do the things and that the battle be over in an instant. Um, Because mm-hmm. if you know how to play this game, already there's signs that we're going to just, we're going to roll through this game. Mm-hmm. It, there's already signs. It, it already feels like we have a grasp at this, and once we once you get it figured out, boom, you're, you got it. Yeah. It, I yeah. want that this is a good sign that they even the game itself might be a little harder than normal than the other game yep I, I just the idea them. that they have something mm-hmm. like this maybe even the the enemies themselves might have more challenge inherently than remake did mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully there's some hell house type mechanic involved bring on in some of the 
yeah. bosses and stuff like that. Triceratank, baby. Bring it on. You know? Give that yeah, a full-on Hell House makeover. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's really... It's really exciting for me. I'm, I'm so happy that they added this dynamic difficulty. I'm hoping that it goes really well and it's something that's like a fan favorite uh, because we all know mm-hmm. that Final Fantasy 16 could have used something like this. Um, so, the, yeah. I think... Um, Square Enix and Final Fantasy in general has had this mindset that gamers or at least Final Fantasy gamers just maybe they need a handheld a little bit too much. Um, I'm I'm hoping they don't give us enough credit. They don't give us enough credit. Exactly. So I'm hoping that this is like, hey, we see you guys. We've heard you. We know what you guys want. Yeah. And we've put in dynamic difficulty. Um, so, yeah, yeah that's uh that's it for the official press release. hopefully mm. i want to say hopefully um it's we don't know how involved this is i'm glad that it's there because that means enemies it, it will take longer to kill an enemy mm. um the hard part about doing a hard mode for this is the items mm. um the, the items were a big part of hard mode in remake you can't use items it seems like crafting is such a huge deal in Rebirth. Uh, I, I guess they could take out all crafting, but that's a mm. part of the experience that they might not want to take away for a hard mode. Yeah. Um, so this is this makes sense in that aspect. But I want to know what they're going to do if what is considered hard, mm-hmm. like the title of hard mode. If yeah. once you once you you there's like active classic hard. What is hard? This is dynamic. Mm-hmm. That is I wonder a, if there is a one. Very interesting you know, all like, these things are coming up. Yeah, like you take away items. And yeah. You, but like you're saying, like wait a second, crafting is such a important part now. So that is uh, yeah. that, that's very interesting, and maybe that's why dynamic exists. But um, that's a really interesting point. I really hope that there is a hard mode still, because I, I mean, just changing up the, yeah. the 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 battles was enough for a replay. Like the, I mean, of course, I'm gonna replay it anyway, Tyler. But like. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like that. That was definitely a cool, um, you know, a third or fourth playthrough. It's like yes, something different. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's move on to the uh, these developer interviews. So now we're gonna kind of talk about uh, the hype and the skepticism part. Uh. So, Tyler, I know yeah, you're super okay. hype. Uh. Go ahead and take yes. take it away with some some quotes. Now these are courtesy of at Shinra Arc. Um, fantastic uh, user on Twitter that just does some gathers up all of the interviews and um, you know it keeps us all informed. So definitely go follow at Shinra. Yeah. All right, Tyler. Do you have one in particular you want to start with? Uh, well, there's. I think we just got to point out how awesome Hamaguchi is. Yeah. And. How everything he says is like perfect. Yep. And then Katase, hit or miss. Scared. But me. you can't. Yeah, uh, Hamaguchi has not let me down. Hamaguchi gets it, baby. He gets it. I have yeah. a document in my. Like, I was writing out a document, and the title of the video was going to be called The Director Gets It. That was like that was like the director of <laughs> FF7 Rebirth gets it. And that was going to be a whole standalone video. Yes. Um, I'm just. Yeah. Every time. Uh, he 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 answers a question. It's hype. It's about the yeah. gameplay. It's a little bit about the story. Yeah. And when he says it about the story, he seems like he really understands the game 
more than even like Katase or Nomura. Like it, it just it's yeah. so weird to me that he he seems to understand have a, a better understanding of it all, or at least he has a better way of mm-hmm. speaking uh, to the to public. Yeah, uh, and I think that yes. um, is super important. Also, shout out to him being a face of this game too. So like with Yoshi P. Yes. Uh, kind of traveling the world with Final Fantasy 16 and kind of bringing that hype and being the face of Final Fantasy 16, uh, the development team. Yes. I think it's fantastic that they have Katase and Hamaguchi f- traveling the world and being mm-hmm. the face. I want to see more of that, guys. Yep. I- I'm really, I'm really happy that they're putting developers on the sp- in the spotlight. It's, I-, I think it's a long time coming. Yep. So. Yep. And Katase acknowledges that. He's been acknowledging that in the interviews that they're them, t- both Naoki Hamaguchi and Yoshida, are the face, and they're gonna be the future. That the future is in their hands, and capable hands. They're super capable. Mm-hmm. Feels Agreed. great. Yeah. And, and and Katase is is handing it over to them, so that feels great too. Mm-hmm. That he has the foresight and he's accepting of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Katase's resume is is the best at Square Enix. <laughs> I would say he has the best resume. Yeah. Um, he, his age, I think, the freshness of Hamaguchi, and his pure love for what he's doing, mm-hmm. and his understanding of this of the community. I think he has an understanding of what people want. Mm. Um, I think so too. It, 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 I'm excited about that. Me too, man. Um, so do you have a quote for me or do you want me to just kind of kick it off? Uh, let's see. Let me just look. Um, oh yeah, the quote. Okay. So there's a, there's a recently talking about Sephiroth being the ultimate villain. Yeah. Sephiroth is the ultimate villain. There's nothing behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not going to diminish the concept of Sephiroth being the ultimate bad. And that kind of gets rid of the redemption arc theory people have been having, this fear of redemption. Um, because I, And also, personally, I feel like uh, his humanity is important over the Genova monster. Mm-hmm. His, his overcoming the Genova... His... Him overcoming Genova... And his will overpowering that mm-hmm. adds to this that he's the ultimate bad, and that and that feels scarier than just a force of nature, which is Genova. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was that in the in the old in the old games. I mean, it, you you destroyed the idea of Sephiroth in Cloud's mind, ultimately, you know, in the final battle. But um, so I, I think taking making Sephiroth over Genova is is a scary concept, scarier than just being Genova controlling mm-hmm. Sephiroth. I kind of want to read this entirety of of the quote because it really okay it brings it it, it brings me hype. Okay, but I mean, of course, yeah. I will follow that up with saying like, you take this with. You know, I don't want to say take it with a grain of salt because this is a good thing, right? It's not. It's not like it's a. It, yeah. Uh, so it's just kind of like, I'm. I'm trying to read between lines. I'm trying to like really kind of figure this thing out because I know they did. They usually don't talk so straight with you about this. Um, but it says yeah. essentially we had a, co- a conversation and decided something very early 
and development that has held true ever since. All these years, within Final Fantasy VII Universe, there is no one better than Sephiroth. He will always be yeah. the strongest, the most powerful, and the most evil there is. In many RPGs, there's what we call boss inflation. You meet a very powerful boss who is the ultimate warrior, but oh boy, behind that character is another who turns out to be even more powerful. You defeat him, and surprise, there was an even more powerful one behind him. And that leaves those who arrive first in a bad place. Um, we decided we weren't going to do that in Final Fantasy VII, that there was going to be no one above Sephiroth. He's always going to be the big bad and the most powerful villain. I think that uh, I think that may have had something to do with it remaining so memorable because within Final Fantasy VII yeah. there is no one better than Sephiroth. Um, it, it ah man, that was coming from Hobby Con Consolas. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, but that is that that whole encompassing quote gets me really freaking hype because I am one of those people that didn't want the Sephiroth Redemption art. I'm I'm yeah. really happy that this seemingly confirms that he will not be. But I say seemingly because I'm also kind of like I'm not I'm not there yet. I really I'm not ready yeah. to believe it. Um but basically everything that we've gotten from the news this week is really yeah. reaffirming if anything that this is we are like they're like guys, we are going to stick to what you know and love with Final Fantasy VII, we're just doing some different things here and there, and I've I feel yeah. like I've heard this before. You know what I mean? And then and it's just <laughs> so I, I I'm yeah. like I'm in the, I'm in this in this boat where I'm just like I hear you, I hear you. I don't believe you, but I hear you. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you got me excited, but I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna. You know, I I got my expectations <laughs> in check. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very. It's very interesting that this was a uh, full-on quote. I, I am so happy to hear it. Sephiroth should be evil. He should be the big bad. Um, and and yeah. watching like sleep, sleep easy videos, I mean, that was the most villainous yeah. thing that you can possibly do if his theory is like correct. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, that's freaking badass. I love that. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. okay, you got me. Uh, it's a trap. Um, so, so yeah, <laughs> uh, we got to go on to our next one. What's our next one? I'm glad you pointed that one okay, out. Okay. Really uh, yeah. So um, let me think. Let me see. Go through this. Um, we can talk about if you this... want to. There was a lot of uh, yeah, interview quotes that kind of hinted at uh, we, you know, Aerith and her like fate. So there was a lot of quotes okay. that were kind of like leading towards that. Now, what's your, what's your thoughts on all of this? Um, do you feel that they were, uh, kind of dancing around it or do you feel like it was almost basically confirmed with this and the ESRB, um, description and all that other stuff? Do you feel like they're like, Hey, you know, what's, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts right now? The Aerith situation and how they're going about talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the interviewers overstepped the boundaries. <laughs> I mean, and that's know, the obvious right? question that's going <laughs> to. They they overstep the questions constantly. So yeah, what, mean, what can you say? And they have to me, say answer. Let me ask you a question about the end of your game. <laughs> like, 
like, yeah. if I was doing the interview, The most important like, part of the game. It's just not me. I know yeah. you're looking for the big scoop. I know you're looking for, like, like you know, it's going to be retweeted a yeah. hundred times because they responded with absolute silence. And it's just like, yeah, yeah hey, you get to, you get to post what that. What can you I, say? I don't know, man. I, I get it. You want the big scoop. You want the big clicks and everything. But it's just kind of like, really going to ask them straight up about the ending of your game? Uh, of their game? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I 100% agree. Kind of overstepped there. But the whole the whole mystery of what they're setting up, of course, is all in response to to era. That's the big question. So mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do it, especially and, – and the way they're talking about it, I don't feel like it's confirmed still. Yeah. I, I don't know how they're – because there needs to be a surprise, and they keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. So there's – my brain goes back and forth. There, she's dead. Oh wait, wait, no. But they're gonna. I think. I think she's going to die. Mm. But something's gonna be different about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's or got to deal with something Zach with Zach. Yeah. Something Zach in that moment, mm-hmm. because Zach is what is being introduced. Either he sees her, he sees Cloud Killer, mm-hmm. or he thinks does he does or something. I don't know. I, I, the way Zach is going to see everybody, I think that's a big moment. Mm-hmm. I think Zach is going to to be to know of it, know about it, and the roles reversed, where Could, she f- knew he w- she found out he was dead, and I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. It's very, it's the hardest question you could possibly. It, and, and obviously, answer. it should be. It should be right because that's the whole reason why people yeah. are going to go out and play the game. Like this is the whole build up. Everybody's ex- waiting for that moment. Which is something that I've always believed was going to be the ending of Rebirth. Anyway, it's like it's got it. That's yeah. that's what everybody's looking forward to. That uh, the Forgotten Capital. Yeah. Um. It, it was just kind of like they've quotes, done so like, good though. Um. Yeah. But they've the my, my I'm still I still don't know. That's how I think that's mm-hmm. how good they've done in the interviews. Yeah. Because I I'm not convinced. I'm still not convinced either way. It was quotes um, like this. I think that's what they want. It was quotes like this that really kind of swayed one way it was um he would like to emphasize how important it is in the game to create bonds bonds between cloud and Aerith and other party members um because he wouldn't answer about that was in a question about Aerith's fate and of course he wouldn't reveal that but he Uh would like to emphasize how important bonds are and then uh hamaguchi uh, says that with the synergy system, narration and gameplay blend uh, so that everything contributes to achieving the final goal. Generating a massive emotional impact on the player when we finally discover what happens to Aerith. So, it's like, whew, that is a very, like, heavy response there. That is a, that's a heavy response. It's, it, it almost makes you want to go, okay, you're, you're being too obvious about it. You know, like if you yeah. if she did die, then you wouldn't have been so obvious about it. But now you're kind of swaying my yeah. brain to think yeah. this way. It's like Princess Bride all over again, man. It's inconceivable. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's Princess yeah, yeah. Bride all over. I, you know, it's trying to outsmart me. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that there was some quotes like that that really kind of was like, really. So you're trying to strengthen bonds, which I think is, by the way, brilliant that they're they're doing yeah. this synergy system uh creating a bond between characters because it's going to be the bond between those characters if Aerith does uh die mm-hmm. it's going to be that bond that's going to help cloud 
out of that. Uh, and you know, after that whole thing, when Cloud is laying in the um, at, at the the Forgotten Capitals like rest yeah. place end. I don't know if it's an end, but uh, when he's laying yeah. there, it was his his party that convinced him to get back up and mm-hmm. keep keep going. You got to keep fighting. Yep. Um, so that bond is going to be so important um so i i mm-hmm. i love that and they and they and they talk about this with how a trilogy arc should work um yeah and, and you know of course you're taking they're taking note from you know one of the greatest trilogies of all time you know the original trilogy for star oh, wars mm-hmm. yeah and um with that quote because this one's this one has me excited um Mm -hmm. yeah trilogy trilogies often face the middle chapter problem where the second installment must build on the first lead into the third and somehow stand as a satisfying piece of entertainment in its own right it is notoriously difficult to to uh of a balance to strike but one film in particular serves as uh almost a textbook example of how to do it right the empire strikes back Quote, mm. there is a lot you can learn from that film in terms of how to do a second part of a trilogy well. And quote, says Katase. Katase with a W, man. Like, a rare W there, Katase. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you for that, There Katase. you go, man. There we go. Yes. You know, I mean, like, I wouldn't say rare W. It's just like, you know, this is the one thing yeah. Katase says that, it, like, got me super hype. And I'm like, that wasn't Hamaguchi? You know what I mean? Like Hamaguchi said, Hamaguchi can't steal in the show, but he he has to come in sometimes. (laughs) Hamaguchi referenced Beauty and the Beast, you know, the the remake of that. Katase bringing it with the Empire Strikes Back. Thank you very much. Uh, You got the setup, the setting, the characters, who they are, all explained in the first part. The real role of the second part is to deepen that like relationship between them you know explore it further go into the relationships between the characters and how they relate to each other a lot more which is very much what we focused on here also linking through uh linking through to the third part the climax of the trilogy obviously you have to have the big twists the unexpected uh aspects the things that will throw people a little bit get them motivated to want to see what happens in the end of the story and like I say, there is a lot you can learn from that film. It is very good to bear in mind in terms of the right way of going about the second part. Whew. Man. And Man. I love Empire Strikes Back. Don't get better than that. It does not get better than that. And we know how Empire Strikes Back ends. You know what I mean? Like it's a, So dour. It's a dour one for sure. And it's um, and there's some big revelations going on uh, in that movie as well. God, I'm just so. I, this quote is probably the most hype for me. I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a big Star Wars guy, so this is this is this is uh, yeah. this is definitely my uh, my favorite quote of the whole entire interview compilation. Uh, it, it, it proves that it, they're in the right headspace, though. Yes, it just it just, it, it, it reaffirms how they're going about it, what they feel, how they're thinking about it. It's the right place to be. It's not in this weird. Uh, we don't have to worry. Mm. We don't have to like be like, eh, "This is the best." We we know where their head is at, mm-hmm. and Hamaguchi's head's screwed on perfect. Yeah. And then when Katase does this, it's like, okay, yeah, you all got it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, with, like encompassing all of the these interview quotes and stuff, I do believe that that was kind of 
it kind of feels like that has been the purpose of these round of interviews was to really just go out there and be like, listen, um, there's a lot of theories out there. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, we are changing things up a bit, but we are sticking true to your original uh, Final Fantasy VII experience, the overall crux of the story and all that other stuff. Um, The thing about that for me in particular is just like, I feel like I've heard this before. Um, and, and then at the yeah. end of remake, there's that it's almost unrecognizable at that point. Uh, but until you start to dig in a little deeper yeah. and you're like, Oh yeah, I guess the main through line is still intact. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, but I think that I just don't want people where I don't care, but I mean, <laughs> like I see it on, I yeah. see it on Twitter, but I see it on Twitter where people I feel like have just they're already convinced they're like ah see everything's fine and it's just like man they really got you uh but for me personally yeah yeah uh i'm just like don't you know like expect the unexpected here i mean they literally said it's the unknown journey uh so i think that there's going to be uh some i feel i still feel like major changes and now this leads me into the final quote that we want oh unless there's another one that you want to talk about excuse me well you know katase's baby seal said this like a couple days ago Mm -hmm. katase's concept of a faithful reimagining remake is part one and you see how much is different in part one Mm -hmm. that's his that that his that's what katase thinks is faithful Mm -hmm. um so carry that on words towards rebirth isn't that is it's going to be different things in there yeah I I am welcome. I welcome the new things. Yeah, I'm excited. This is what makes is this is what's getting us talking, mm-hmm. and it's what's making me most excited. Yeah, and it's like um, they they are very effective. It's very effective in making me like I don't, and expecting something as if it's the first time again. Yeah, and I mean like it's definitely working, right? It's like it's it's capturing what they, exactly yeah. what they want to do, and and you know it took me a while. It took me a, everybody knows that it took me a long time to get to that point. Yeah. Um, Nick, uh, I, I, that would be like a whole podcast in itself. But uh, but basically, Nick was Nick said in the chat, uh, "How in the world is remake unrecognizable at the end?" Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it it, it, it kind of is. Um, there was there was a lot of stuff that happens in remake that had me kind of like whoa you know what i mean um it took a long time to get that that main through line but uh like to to be like okay everything's everything's good i mean obviously i'm seeing rebirth now i'm super freaking stoked i'm super excited about it yeah um and i've gotten myself into a mind space where i'm like i'm 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 excited for whatever may you know whatever comes you know uh yeah and i think i think that's that's a healthy mindset to be in like it's just like hey just be just be excited for whatever they have to offer let us embrace whatever it brings uh so yes i think that's a healthy mind space to be in i don't think it's probably a good idea to go into it and be like okay yeah 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 everything you know everything's going to be exactly the same um i kind of feel like and and being uh, mm -hmm. i was just i was just going to go into the the shift Go ahead. Yeah, go I'm ahead. sorry, man. I'm sorry. I was just going to go into the uh, the next quote, which is going to kind of wrap up the the yeah. the round of, of quotes, um, which was the one about yeah. Advent Children. So, like, if you want to, if you have something okay, you want to yeah, say yeah. before that, or um, no, I'm good. Go ahead okay. and start with the quote. Okay, so this is the one about linking up with Advent Children. Um, 
So yeah. this is the one that has everybody like, oh, yeah, dude. Well, now that we know it's going to link up with Advent Children, what could possibly could they change? You know, I mean, that in Advent Children, mm-hmm. Earth is dead. Like, I mean, like, Zach is dead. Like, mm-hmm. so if we're going to, if we're going to find, yeah. if we're going to get there at one point, all of these things will happen eventually. Um, and I, I don't know if this has already been talked about in other people's videos. Uh, I haven't really been able to to watch mm. a lot of people's uh, reactions to that. Uh, so in my own in my yeah. own headspace, I have uh, basically the quote was: "We are finally going to link up with Advent Children. That is going to be part uh, part of canon." Katase confirms the overall storyline. The developments will not go wildly out uh, out. Sorry, will not go wildly out in a way that will not add up to Advent Children in the end. I don't think anyone wanted that. That's not what we're looking to create here. To make sure it doesn't become stale and people know exactly where it's going, that uh, that it doesn't just follow the original word for word, we added some extra elements, which add a little bit of doubt. Getting the right balance of that is so key. Ultimately, we're not trying to change Final Fantasy VII's story into something really different. The overall balance wouldn't really allow for that anyway. End quote. Um, so... I mean that that's a really direct answer that I still feel like is bouncing off of me. What do you what do you think, Tyler? I think he's he's confirming it's this is still a remake project. Mm-hmm. And people freaking out that it's completely going to go off their their introduction of unknown mm-hmm. is not off the rails crazy. Mm-hmm. They're it is in line with in line with OG, just like you're going to, you're going to go to Gold Saucer. Yeah. You're going to go to Junon. It all leads to Advent Children. Those sequence of events are going to happen. Um, I think he's just reconfirming that for peace of mind. He, he it is a big statement because it, it it almost defines the whole story. Yeah. Before we get there. Yeah, it's like um, we know the destination, but we don't but, know the journey. But, but it's we already did know that because it's a remake, right? Um, because we know because like the same concept is of we know we're going to the forgotten capital. Mm-hmm. We know it ends up at Advent Children. Mm-hmm. Um, that same idea that it, I don't think it's as literal. I think it's just as 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 natural as OG. I consider, I mean, put Advent Children into OG at the end of, like, consider it as part of that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not this, I, th- I think it's just a comforting thing for people who who want, don't want it to be off the rails crazy. But yeah. um, Max was mentioned Flight of the Navigator as uh, that old movie. I never seen it. But I've I've seen synopsises of it and stuff like that. But um, the concept of the destination is the same. Uh, I'm not really qualified to talk about this because I haven't seen the movie. Mm. But for those in chat, Five of the Navigator is is something that Max mentioned yeah. that maybe y'all could look into if you are for that kind of story. Mm. Um, but for me. My headcanon, this is still me. I know a lot of people don't agree. Yeah. I like the concept of 
this being a continuation mm-hmm. and Sephiroth coming back with knowledge from the future. Yeah. I, I, I like the concept of the sequel. Yeah. And it still kind of plays into that. I mean, it still does. I mean, it's just, I'm going to forever think that because I think that's such a cool idea. Yeah. And it's disguised as a remake with in context of the story is, is really sick to me. Yeah. I, um, I, I 100% even if it isn't, agree, but... man. Like it's, I, I do agree with that. And I think, um, remake, uh, kind of sets that up. So it's almost, it sets it up. Great. I get where you, I, I get what they're, what they're, what they're saying, like the, or at least the whole, like, Hey, it's not the, it's not where you're going. It's how you get there type thing. Um, I've heard that saying, and like, it is interesting to kind of figure out like, well, Things are all scrambled right now. How do we get to Advent Children from here? And that makes you want to keep playing uh, to find out. Yeah. I personally agree with you as well, where I really, at this point, I've kind of already gotten myself set to like, oh, this is yeah. this is post-Advent Children coming back to remake the original game. Um, and if that isn't yeah. the case, well, then I, I'm kind of, now I'm just kind of like, wait a second, though. I mean, of course there's a whole two other games mm-hmm. to go and the, you know, there's a lot more story to yeah. tell, but I'm like, wait a second though. Yeah. What was the purpose of you bringing in whispers and art, you know, arbiters of fate. And like, what, what was the purpose of their future memories and all this other stuff? It's just like, I don't know. That's why that's, yeah. that's why, why I want to make a point mm-hmm. of these interviews that I like, they're on the spot mm-hmm. answering these obtrusive questions. Yeah. Um, and not, and most of the, audience is not going to read these interviews only really hardcore like us yeah people who are playing the game have no idea about the interviews 90 hmm. percent of people um and what they're setting up really <laughs> sets up a, as a sequel i mean all these there's so there's too much it's too much even cloud holding his arm when you see sephiroth on the yeah. bridge for Genova. yeah They've and he's like, that's like a hint at Geostigma. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the Geostigma future. He, his arm's going to be affected. Mm-hmm. It's just the, those nods. Yeah, there's a it, lot it, it of It makes nods. it too cool of an idea. Yeah and, yeah, and it seems like... So that brings me to my, like, my whole interpretation of this. It says pretty bluntly that it was like the, ve- the storyline developments will not go wildly out in a way that will not add up to Advent Children in the end. Now, if you want to kind of take that quote twist it around and you know like you know like you <laughs> finagle it in the way that you want it to work out you could say that he <laughs> you could say that he's cleverly saying that yeah these developments and stuff will not go out of the way of adding up to having children because having children happens it's as he says it is canon because yeah. He's he, at the end of Adventure of that's coming when, from. That's where he's coming yeah. from. It is, um, is a pivotal point. Yeah. Yeah. So linking up with Advent Children means, oh, yeah, it okay, links okay. up to Advent Children, yes. but not in the way that you think. It's not, you know, it's like. Exactly. Okay. You just worded it like how I. Yeah. He's awesome. canonizing Advent Children in that it's a staple point mm-hmm. of why remake is even a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is. I'm glad we're, we're on the same page about that, where it's just kind of like. I yeah. don't think this means. I think it's just a clever way of saying that. Yeah, Advent Children is canon because the, those popular theories are correct. You know, like this is yeah. Sephiroth from at, at the end of Advent Children. All of this stuff happens um, already. That's why they have future memories. Yeah. That's why the Arbiters of Fate are involved in all this other stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. 
I think linking up to Advent Children just means that, yeah, it, it links up to Advent Children, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, um, that's... I feel like that's everything. Oh, there was Hamaguchi saying, like, something. I was like, okay, calm, calm it down a little bit, Hamaguchi, you know what I mean? Like, calm down. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, he, he says that <laughs> we're trying to make Final Fantasy VII Rebirth more Final Fantasy VII than Final Fantasy VII. Well, I was like... Crazy! What are you doing to me, Hamaguchi? Pump, pump the brakes, there, man! You know. <laughs> Where is this? I got to read it again. I know. I can't find it. Uh, I'm gonna just type. Where in, is uh, it? I had it saved. Okay. Okay. Nah, I don't have. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Uh, okay, I found it. Okay. It's great. It's just great. It's the best. They get it. <laughs> You want to frame it? it? You read it. What's up? Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you go. For we it, gotta man. frame it. It's oh, just like it's like the it's. Can you quote it? It's like, just can, great. You, can you send it to me? Send send. send oh no, no! Oh yeah. Oh I th- oh I was gonna say. Do you want me to put it up on stream? Said, no no no. Oh you, you want it to be a frame like right back here? <laughs> More yeah, Final yeah, Fantasy yeah. than Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You read it up. You read it up. Um, Hamaguchi. I offer you the perspective of a director. In my case, I'm not working on a new Final Fantasy, but on Final Fantasy VII. So from my perception, I ask myself, what is Final Fantasy VII? To explain it to you, I'll make a very Japanese comparison. Final Fantasy VII is like a makunuchi bento, or the lunch bag you take to a sumo event. It is full of different foods, so you can experience numerous flavors. This is Final Fantasy VII. The world is full of different elements. It doesn't just have dramatic tones or stylish characters. There is humor, there is fun, there is a great variety of situations. Fans enjoyed Cloud riding a Segway, or mm-hmm. Red 13 believing he is a human and riding a Chocobo. This is what makes Final Fantasy VII Final Fantasy VII. With Rebirth, we went in this direction, but we went even deeper. There are many, many games, many opportunities. That's what we're trying to do make Rebirth more Final Fantasy VII. Than Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> All right, baby. Woo! Now that's that's a way to just that that's how you close out interviews. Um, uh, the, the whole segment of this show. Good God! Jeez. I mean, listen. You say that it gets me excited. Final Fantasy. Um, I remember reading a uh, article in Game Informer uh, cover story of Final Fantasy Fifteen. And I remember uh, yeah. Tabata, Tabata-san saying that he was like, we're just trying, I'm just, you know, I'm a big fan of Final Fantasy VII. I just want to make a Final Fantasy that surpasses Final Fantasy VII. And I remember reading that and I went, <laughs> hold up, dude. <laughs> I was like, I'm already hype enough for 15. <laughs> and then I read, we want to make, we yeah. want to make a Final Fantasy that surpasses Final Fantasy VII in terms of like popularity and all that other stuff. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. That is so. When you say more Final Fantasy VII than Final Fantasy VII, I'm like, you know, only Final Fantasy VII can beat itself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that's super freaking hype uh, to me. So um, it is, man. All right. So they think uh, I think that covers just about all of the news, man. What do you What do you think? Are you Is there anything? It anything covers a lot. Yeah. So here's what I want to ask everybody in there, chat as well. Um, 
this is some time maybe you can ask me and Tyler a a AMA. Ask us anything. Um, yeah, please. In, the, yeah. in that time, while you gather your questions, I believe I will uh, read from this highly educated and, like, I mean just fantastic book of poems from when I was in fifth grade. I found this when I was okay. I was going Brace through a little, little old box of mine where I have a bunch of old stuff in it. Uh, like I got a, my band reunion back when I was in high school. That's coming up next week, and so I'm pretty <laughs> excited about that. And then I stumble upon this Final Fantasy VII poems featuring mm. Mm. a great hit called Final Fantasy. Oh, don't <laughs> forget about Comet. Comet's a good one. The noise <laughs> and oh, the game. Okay, let's open this up real quick. As you can see oh, here, gosh. look at that beautiful illustration. Beautiful, look at that. Thank you. <clears throat> this is a quatrain, by the way. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you very you, good. Come on, I know the. Yeah, here we go. Final Fantasy. Oh, let me read right into the microphone so it's like a little. Oh yeah, this is good stuff right here. Final Fantasy is a game I like to play. I play it almost every day. The character Cloud is who I have to be. But Sephiroth always tries to defeat me. Final. Really? <laughs> Final. Wow. Really? What a... What a... Uh, oh, by the way, it's I have to be like like, you know, one half. That's H A L F. I, was a, I got hit with a spelling, like a little grammatical error there. All right. <clears throat> I present to you the next one. This is a haiku. Beautiful illustration. This is comet. In the dark, vast space. A comet flies toward Earth on a nice spring day. <laughs> as perplexing, isn't it, Tyler? You're perplexed right now. You're like, dude, I'm in deep thought. I'm in deep thought. Like, you had to be meditating to read that. You know what I mean? Fingers are ready to snap for you. Like, you've played Ghost Got of Tsushima? Have you played Ghost of Tsushima? Like, I feel like that was straight out of Ghost of Tsushima. You had to sit there on, like, one of those rocks, and you're, like, meditating while you think of a haiku. That's what you think of right there. I'll read it again. In the dark, vast space, a comet flies toward Earth on a nice spring day. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. That's very nice. Thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. That Look at that nice meteor in the sky. Yeah. That, that is... Uh... A massive one. That almost what a peaceful day. What a peaceful, nice it's spring day. Such a day. good day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next one is a limerick. The noise. <clears throat> Barrett was helping his partner Cloud when they heard a noise that was really loud. Sephiroth had opened a door and immediately received a sore. He cried so hard, he drew a crowd. 
<laughs> you didn't expect that one. You didn't expect the turn. You didn't expect the twist at the no end. No way. Look at his illustration of him. What a twist. Look at this guy. Look, that's Sephiroth laying down there, right? The crowd watching. That's definitely and Sephiroth. Somebody coming out of the door saying, oops. Like. <laughs> oops. <laughs> Taking out Sephiroth. He just took him out. <laughs> just to, yeah, I mean, you just try to, you know. <laughs> try to open a door man you know? that There's... looks just like sephiroth thank you yeah, look that, that looks just like him what better watch out prophecy Tyler art <laughs> i'm coming i'm coming for you bro i'm gonna post these <laughs> put, <laughs> put these on my uh etsy i'm sell them <laughs> by the way go check out uh tyler hepner on etsy found a way to plug it man i found a way to plug it you found a way. I found a way. <laughs> Amazing Final Fantasy. This is like art. Temple of the Ancients. Mm. It's like Temple of the Ancients uh, wall uh, hieroglyphs. Yes. Exactly. This is what's happening behind Sephiroth as he's in the Temple of the Ancients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get, the, uh, get, get that video of Sephiroth reading all the books in the library and he, he stumbles upon this one. You know. This image. This is the image he sees. <laughs> Block Sheep said, and this is how I got detention. <laughs> is that a nutsack? <laughs> what are you talking about? Where's the nutsack? I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about, man? That's a beautiful work of art. Oh. Look at all the... Uh, that's his uh, hand coming out. You know, the, the that. Door. Yeah, come on, block sheep. Come on, yeah, block yeah. sheep. All right, we got one more for you. This is a sinsane... Wow. A Sincane? Sincane? I don't know, man. It's what it, I think that's how it's what called. What is that? Uh, what is that? <laughs> uh, uh, it's uh, a Sinquane. A, a Sinquane? Ah, okay. Alright. Ah, okay. Okay. I got graded on this, too. I'll tell you what I got on it. The game. Okay. <clears throat> this is going to be a quick one. Okay. Game. Awesome. Cool. Saving the planet. Aggravating to be defeated. Challenging. I'll read it again for you. Game. Okay. Oh. Awesome. Cool. Saving the planet. Aggravating to be defeated. Challenging. Mm, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's on to something there. Life. Oh, and then also, <laughs> PlayStation only. <laughs> <laughs> a B minus on that one. All right, thanks, man. You know, I I tried hard on that. I did do the advertisement for PlayStation only there, and look at that sweet illustration. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Official. <laughs> it's official, man. What do you guys think of that? Guys My mind's blown. Yeah. Took you to a higher level, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I I'm mean, on a. I'm on another plane of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, a quad train. I got. Uh, you know, like you get two points each, right? Uh, four lines. Okay. Got two points each. Rhyming pattern. Two points each. Come on, bro. Uh, clear and makes sense. Uh, two points. It. It was very clear and it made sense. Creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got a oh, one. Yeah. What's up with that? One out of one. A one out of two. Like, what's your name, teacher? <laughs> Haiku? 
three lines, two, uh, two points. Five to seven syllable, or five, seven, five syllable count, two points. Makes sense, two points. Creativity, two points. On the limerick, five lines, two points. Rhyming pattern, two points. Rhythm, Dang, two killing points. killing it. Creativity, two points. Come on, man. Sin Queen, five lines, two points. Follows word count, two points. Creativity, two points. Jeez. This is how I do things, Tyler. Man. All right. Now this is four points each for grammar. Spelling, three. Ah, I said half. Capitalization, four. Punctuation, three. Word usage, four, though. Handwriting, four. Uh, nice, nice job, mm. Daniel. You know? Hey. Well, there you go. 94%. The king is at it again. <laughs> there we go. Thank you for indulging me for the uh, those those poems, man. You know, everybody watching. Um, it was incredible. Yeah, I watched the I watched a steep drop off in viewers. <laughs> <laughs> a steep drop off in viewers. They were like, you know, whoa, click out of this stupid shit. All right, so what um, the heck is this? <laughs> what is this? You you want to you want me to show you the meteor picture again? I mean, there's that one. That's a good meteor picture. You know, there's that one. Yeah. Yep. And then there's that one, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You want to see that every day. <laughs> I want to go outside and see that every day. <laughs> it's not. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you guys. Uh, so, um, let me, let me come up here to the chat to see if you guys had any questions, uh, that you can ask us anything. So I, I kind of gave you a little bit of time to do that while I was reading. Um, so do, 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 do I'm seeing if I, I missed anything. Um, <laughs> just skimming through. Do you see anything in chat there, uh, Tyler, that you want to point out? Uh, let me look. Let me look. Okay. Yeah. You find one. Okay, I find uh... one. Uh, we're getting more of the same in remake, equally important, everything. Yep. Uh, part three, no matter what. All right. <laughs> My question here we go. Major Trenton has a question. Uh, do you think they're going to surprise us with how much Zach will be playable in Rebirth? Maybe have his parts add up to be about six hours? Do you think they're gonna? You think that's gonna be a, a lot of Zach playable time there? Uh, I think they've 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 shown him off so much. Yeah, he's part. He as he's on the cover. Yeah, they mentioned his episode. Yeah, which makes some people worried that it's just like a moment, hmm. like like kind of like a DLC feeling. Hmm. He could be moments throughout the story yeah. hopefully maybe it's maybe it's some it could be a chapter mm -hmm. it could be moments throughout the story laguna style um mm -hmm. i hope it's as much as possible um a scary gut feeling is it is just one chapter um that is playable yeah just like a flashback scenario um yeah. but maybe it's Maybe it's multiple back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to think I that hope I hope it's You hope it's what? I hope it adds up to six hours plus. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just one chapter, 
Uh, if it's just one chapter, we can assume that it's probably at, at the very, very least an hour of playtime with Zach. Um, but I yeah. would I would go as far as saying at least two. Um, a chapter is pretty. Yeah. Those chapters can be pretty long. Like, I mean, don't forget about freaking. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Wu Tai <laughs> or not Wu Tai? Sorry, um, the uh, yeah. Wall Market. Wall Market was a huge chapter. You spent a lot of time in Wall. That took a long time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's there's that there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that he has to you know go through. We're gonna have to solve them. There's gonna be a lot of story elements. Um, <clears throat> with six plus hours, I don't think that's too far out of the realm of possibility. I think there's going to be those whisperer uh, esque moments where something's going to be happening that you remember really well, and then Zach's going to kind yeah. of interfere with it somehow. Um, where you know, like, there's going to be a Zach moment at the end of um, maybe every chapter, or not every chapter, but maybe like there's going to be a Zach moment at the end of a chapter that like segues into the next. Um, but yeah, I think it it's could be, be a set piece. Like, yeah, I think maybe interwoven set pieces, mm -hmm. Laguna style. Yeah. Um where it's just a scenario is set up. Uh I think it would be more it would it wouldn't be as open. It wouldn't be like an open feeling. It would just be a chapter based yeah. uh linear type of th uh, storytelling with him. Yeah. And I think most of it's going He's to be He's definitely going to be sm smaller. Yeah. And most of it's going to be in 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 Midgar anyway, so that's a linear type uh experience yeah. and uh I, I, I agree with you, man. Like, I, he's on the front cover. And they keep on saying that he's going to be a big... I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to be there. So I don't think that's out of the possibility, uh, Major Trenton. That's a that's a good question. I'd say six hours is good. Um, Renaissance Elf. Yes. Um, let's see. I don't think I... Uh, nope, okay, he's just saying what's up. Um, all right, so do you think you... Red Seto art. When are we going to see Red Seto art? Don't worry. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm I'm doing a full I'm doing a full um, rebirth series. I'm drawing everything. I have to catch up on a lot this year. Mm -hmm. um, just to just for everyone, so I can catch up because um, I've been kind of distant from everybody. I've been going through a lot. Um, my my dog Judah is sick, um, and it, it kind of really sick. And he needs help as much as possible, so it's been taking my attention like twenty four seven for the last month. Um, but I have, I, I know I've hyped up a lot, um, but and it's all coming, it's all coming. So yeah. I'm gonna finish my sixteen series as much as I can before Christmas, and then I've decided once January hits, every week my goal is to get done with a a new painting every week leading to rebirth, yeah. and. It's just, of every character leading to a new finale piece that represents rebirth, how I imagine rebirth. Um, and I've been planning this for a while. I just need to get started working on it. So the hype train is going to start January for the new brand new rebirth stuff. The rest of the year is going to be sporadic, uh, more so finishing up my current series. Um, I got something hopefully Monday um, related to the flashback. Uh, so look forward to that something on Monday um, but yeah definitely look forward to moments I'm going to paint moments uh, from Final Fantasy 7 especially Red and his father and I want more of that feeling mm -hmm. uh, 
on top of just character portraits, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, well, I think, first of all, everybody is going to, you know, you got to be super understanding about that. I mean, thoughts got to be with you on that one, man. Um, I know that's that's a, that's a really tough thing to go through there. So, uh, you know, yeah. take your time, man, and, you know, get through the art when you can. Uh, but I'm show I'm showcasing your art now. So everybody who likes what they see on screen right now, this is on Etsy. Like you can get printouts. Um, if I uh, hold on a second, Boop. I got mine. Oh, you can't even see it. There we go. Oh so, yeah, there yeah, it is. I got mine. Uh, yep. I, I love this mm -hmm. man. I love this piece. So um, I framed it. Mm -hmm. You can you can get your own on like on Etsy and everything. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, there's some fantastic artwork there. So, uh, let's see. That, that took a that that was a com that was a year's worth basically because I did a full series of all of those. It took a year, and I compiled them. That was the whole goal was to create that. Yeah. Um, so my goal good. is to do something like that. January, February, leading up to the game. It's gonna be. I'm gonna do a 2.0 version of that. Mm. Um with everyone again, but but refreshed, revamped, brand new uh, composition, all that. So that's awesome. Yeah, super awesome stuff there. So if you like that, go check them out. Um, on you can do just go to at Tyler Hepner Art um, on Twitter or X or whatever, and mm -hmm. and follow there. Instagram Tyler Hepner. Um, I think it's Etsy.com slash mm -hmm. Tyler Hepner. I, I I imagine. Yep. Um. Yep. So all right. So let's see. Irving says good with no playable Zach, and that's a possibility as well. No, it's not because they did confirm yeah. uh, there's an episode with Zach. So oh yeah, okay. There will be at least one chapter there. Uh, do, 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 you got two chapters? Yeah. So like the episode intermission was two chapters. So if they say Zach has an episode, could be two chapters. Good point. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Renaissance Elf just wants to say. Tyler, you are super talented. God bless you, brother. Uh, would love to see some more Before Crisis art, too. <laughs> nice Before Crisis art. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, God bless you, man. Um, that I've got some Before Crisis art already done. I'm just, I'm just saving it for Ever Crisis stuff. Right. So definitely look forward to it. Elf is on the way. Yes. Um, Block Sheep, that te Aerith Tifa art is beautiful. Richard uh, Beaton says, "Good on you, Tyler. All the best to you, your dog, and uh, get you know. Hope it gets well soon." Um, so, man, thank you, man. That so that was awesome, man. I think that was a really great showing there, and uh, we talked about everything we wanted to talk about. I feel like, right? Yeah, I is. think so. I think um, there's there's so much, and I think we did a good overall. Um, yeah, just like trying. To I want to. Oh, I wanted to mention the because. Mm -hmm. Someone mentioned um, the recap, um, the seventeen-minute rumor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because the CG, I wanted to go back and talk about the CG part. Mm -hmm. I, I think that might just be an intro. Mm. There might be, because I, I'm curious because I'm really excited for that. Mm -hmm. And I thought the recap that they shared today was going to be this, the CG. Me too. Mm -hmm. Uh. So are they going to show it twice? I don't, I don't, and is this recap only in menu? If this recap's only in menu, then maybe this is just the intro in, th in the beginning of the game. Like the beginning of Remake had the bird flying into Midgar. Yeah. 
CG sequence. They're going to have like some sort of sequence of the battle. Mm. Uh, I think leading up into. Th- yeah, like leading into it, I, I agree with you um, on that, where I think uh, what we saw today um, in this public release, I think that is going to be like, hey, previously on, or like catch up with, with Remake if you want to do yeah. that. Um, and you can watch this little recap video. I don't think it'll be 17 minutes long. Um, I don't think... Yeah. Like that, I, I don't know. I'm thinking it's not that. Yeah, I think the, I think the, um, the intro to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will go maybe showing the bird flying through or the feather falling down just like they showed in the reveal uh, in the reveal trailer with Zack and Cloud walking. Yeah. I think that's in the intro. I think that's part of the intro thing is it's all leading up to that moment. Um so I believe yeah. to kick it all off. I don't know man. I mean you might get the you know you might get that bird flying through cuz I think they're keeping with the consistency that the parallels you know what I mean? Of like yeah. of the yeah, sky yeah, yeah. approaching Midgar and then maybe cut yes. cut to those fight scenes of the fully rendered uh battles that you had in the final battle. Um all of this stuff kind of building up to Cloud walking or Zack walking with Cloud towards Midgar, the the team walking mm-hmm. towards Calm and then I think you probably even get a zoom in on Calm and you go right into the 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 end of Calm. And they're all just sitting around talking. And like there's that seamless transition. You know what I mean? Like you go as it goes like a fully yeah. CG rendered calm, you go into the window, and then it goes into that, you know, like how the, the train pulls into the station and then it goes into in the game. It, yeah. yeah. And you go right yeah. into the game and they're just kind of standing around talking about and Cloud gets to set up to tell the story. Yeah. Might be cool. That I, makes sense. Be a cool way to do it. I I think the um the because before, because because the reason I want to mention this is because my my ultimate thing I wanted the cold open into the flashback mm-hmm. of them in the rain in the back of the truck. Yeah. Uh, about to get to to the dragon fight. Mm-hmm. Just cold open right into that. I think. But that... because they're talking about it's anybody can go uh, can play this. They need to do the recap, and they keep talking about recap stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that's not the case anymore. So I wonder if the, the recap today is required. That's what I'm curious about. If this is going to be like an optional menu thing mm-hmm. or if it's going to be the very beginning. Because I don't think personally it's it's a it's the best beginning intro. Mm-hmm. That they um, could that you, you put in the CD and you play that. I think it is, but I, um, I yeah, it, it's it's tough because I think it will be an optional thing. I think people just want to jump right into Rebirth when they get it. Um, they would want to watch the five minute thing, uh, but I I think that could be an optional thing, like hey, previously on thing, and then you get like this really cool cinematic recap of the final battle leading in. I do like yeah. what um, uh, gosh, somebody said they would like to see it starting in the back of the truck, but you kind of said that as well. Um, I think, yeah, in the back of the truck is an, is on the way to Nibelheim is a great way. To, and then give us, instead of fighting alongside Sephiroth in-game, like playable, like freaking mm-hmm. show us a cool cinematic of like Cloud just getting wrecked by this green dragon and then like Sephiroth just yeah. gets rid of it. You know, like make that yeah. all CG cinematic. Show the power scale. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. 
Um, so Mercedes Daniels, th thank you, Block C, for highlighting that. Uh, it was a quake water question. Um, I, I think I missed that somewhere along the lines. Do you think we will get quake materia? Um, I hope so. And the addition of water. Uh, it's a good question. I, I think quake is a, I think, I feel like quake is a lock. That's gotta happen. I think quakes, I, I, I mean, even, yeah, even, I think um, so. Kujada, Kujada actually, it is a try disaster. Um, but yeah. he also stomps around and like, wasn't in the game. I'm, I might Titan. Titan is another one where he yeah. lifts up the freaking ground. And, and so it's got that ground yeah. element. Um, so I think, yeah. I think quake is going to be in the game. Uh, water is an interesting one. I, I mean, it, yeah. Possibly. Well, ever, I think ever crisis is a good idea for asset. Mm -hmm. That's uh, true. Research. And they have Quake and Water easily in there, so... True. Very true. Yeah, I think so. Um, boom, 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 boom. The new uh, Renaissance Elf says that the new chapter teased the Green Dragon Cloud and Ooh. Sephiroth fought on the way to Nibelheim. That's cool. Uh, okay, I remembered. I remembered. Okay. Yes, the... First of all, Ever Crisis, yes. I'm excited for Monday for the Ever Crisis stuff, mm -hmm. which is why I'm doing the, a new piece for it. Um, nice. But I wanted to mention, because they did the full translation of TGS, uh, the full transcript of the that presentation of TGS, of where they first showed the gra grasslands mm -hmm. and everything Hamaguchi said. Have you, have you seen the details of that? Have you read that yet? Keep talking, maybe. Because there's... Yeah. Because there's because they, they it's only little things, but we missed the little details of Hamaguchi's like what he's actually saying word for word oh, leading okay. into everything he's talking about. Mm -hmm. So he's the implication is that you can swim across the water, you can swim everywhere, Ooh. you can swim consistently everywhere mm. uh, across the world. Um, Interesting. And that, that some it was pointed out. Yeah. Um, to uh, right before I got on to the stream, um, I, I want to find that. I because... wonder if they would like maybe later on in the game. That that's interesting because I don't think you would be able to swim like straight from, you know, like Zelda Breath of the Wild style. Like I don't think you're going to be able to go straight to yeah. uh, Costa del Sol right at the beginning of the game. I don't think you would be yeah, able because to, my my go to Wutai or something. Yeah, because because um. My idea was there's shallow sections like we you pointed out before. There's a shallow water area, yeah, and then I'm sure there's deeper water for um, the tiny bronco. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think eventually, probably, I don't know. It's just the way I think maybe now that not that you we were talking about it, I think the interviewer was trying to get points for having something figured out based off the interview. Yeah, I would say that's um... like rewarding the. Mm -hmm. It's probably something like that. Because like my that. idea was, yeah, you, you can't really travel to a tiny Bronco anyways. I'm not really... In, uh, I don't really want you to go everywhere hmm. anyways. I'm, yeah, I, I, think they'll, I think they're going to keep you restrained. I'm, I'm, I'm getting... Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting an uh, article uh, embellishment I, I, I think I know here. what you're talking about as well. Also with tiny... I, I read something about tiny Bronco. Once you have that, you'll be able to travel the world or something like that. But I, I like you'll be able to yeah. travel the world map in the tri tiny Bronco. Um, I'm very interesting to see how, or interested to see how all that works because you got fast travel. Obviously, that goes into play with high wind. Uh, what, yeah. What's what's the what's the you know incentive to to go to on these things? But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah. Um, but I do have to get going. Uh, also... Uh, but uh, yeah, oh, okay, so okay, okay, no, okay, we can close it. We can close it up. Go ahead, one more time, one more, one more thing. Um, the future is looking good, man. And then <laughs> even Hamaguchi's yes, he even hinted part three. He's hinting part three. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to be, be bigger and better, more and more. Yeah. He wants to enhance the experience for even part three. So it's big kaiju fights, Vincent and Sid. Um, everyone's in the party. Mm-hmm. Airship is involved. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Part three is awesome. I can't wait for that too. Because mm-hmm. he's even mentioned. He's he's even. They're even talking about it, and they're waiting for a reception of Rebirth um, to see how they'll go about. Yeah, they basically said that. off the rest, but yeah, they were just like, hey, you know, production is um, early on for part three, but Katase thinks that you know, having <clears throat> already created the world map. Uh, an open-ended game yeah. that it should be a little bit smoother to develop part three, but I think what they need to spend like all of their resources on. You you said it, kaiju battles. Like give us freaking yeah. weapon battles that are just on the scale and scope of Final Fantasy 16's icon battles, and make it just an absolute cinematic masterpiece. Like uh, I mean, yeah. you gave you're giving us rebirth, which is our open world exploration thing. And I imagine that yeah. part three is going to kind of build on that, throw in a little more teases of, you know, a little more interesting locations. You got the northern continent that's mm-hmm. got to be added. Underwater is going to be added. Wu Tai, Medil. So there's going to be an expansion yeah. of the world map for sure. Uh, but you just focus all your effort on those, making it just insane. And, and that's, that's. I have to point yeah. out. That's exciting. I have to point out the airship. Mm-hmm. I think the airship, we we they did this in the OG. They they jumped out and flew into Midgar. Okay. Yeah. I think dropping out, like bus style, Fortnite style. I yeah. don't know. Is going to be a part of it. Maybe. Uh-huh. That would be a really cool concept because they did do that. Yeah. They might do it within fights or maybe uh sid's piloting the airship while you're fighting and there's some sort of thing led to that or maybe wire like i want to be like in the air i don't know i don't know how they're going to do it it could be platform based it could be ff16 cinematic Mm -hmm. it could be i don't want to hit we're not going to hit the toes we're not going to be just cutting ankles Mm -hmm. uh, i think yeah, you, I think they're yeah, gonna try to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be just like wailing so, at a toe, uh, like at, at freaking uh, diamond yeah. weapons toe. Um, but yeah. like I had said this, I think last week or the week before, when it comes to high wind, freaking give me aerial, uh, give me a dogfight with ultimate weapon, right? Like, give me. We know that this thing has a, an armory. We know that with Sid's limit break, it has missiles. It has all this stuff. Let me fly around the sky yes. instead of chasing it to the next battle. You're chasing it around the world map from the from the air. And you got all of your towns that you yeah. visited below, and you're just freaking having this fight with Ultima Weapon. That is going to be epic. That makes the high wind relevant. And then like, you know, and then other different yeah. things like the high wind. If you can give us more uh air cut travel that makes that really fun to do, I would never fast travel yeah. ever. Um so Yeah. Yeah, man, uh, I'm, I'm I'm super excited for part three, and uh, I definitely want to talk about that yeah. more in a future podcast. But uh, I do want to close this one out. And Tyler, 
thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Like this has yeah. been awesome. This has been thank awesome. you for having me, man. And I'd love to be a part of it when other people are involved too. I won't, I'll try not to miss them anymore. If you, oh yeah, if you do ask, I'll, I'll <laughs> like do have my a best big, to be a part yeah, of. Yeah, the next hype cast. Yeah, oh, man. Um, yes. I, yeah. I, well, after December seventh, you know what I mean. I imagine that December seventh is going to bring yeah. us a ton of things to talk about and ton yep. of uh, hype moments. Yep. So look forward to that. After December 7th, yep. we're going to have another hype cast, and I'll try to get Tyler on there for that one. Um, but yeah, so until then, I do want to say thank you to everybody who's been watching, following along, and uh, you know, keeping active in chat. It's been really great to read all of it. I'm sorry I wasn't able to talk about every single, you know, like mention everybody. God, I just, I wish I could have everybody in chat on the show at one time. That would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so there you go. Please be sure to go follow at Tyler Hepner Art on Twitter. Um, and of course, again, you can buy, you can purchase uh, the artwork on Etsy. So mm -hmm. um, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well, um, Renaissance Elf. So thank you for mm -hmm. watching.